Hey there, and welcome to the Enrollify podcast. Each week, the Enrollify podcast equips you with insights into how the latest trends in marketing and technology are affecting today's enrollment marketers. Every episode is designed to inspire new creative ideas for how to optimize the resources you do have to generate the results that you need. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody, it is Zach here from Enrollify, and I have an exciting announcement for you all. Now, back in early November, we announced that Enrollify was acquired by Element 451. And over the last couple of months, I've been working very closely with the team to plan out the programming for 2024. And oh my gosh, guys, we have so many incredible things in store for you. I I can hardly wait. Like, I really just want to tell you all about it right now, uh, but I can't. But what I can tell you about right now is that we've launched a brand new podcast on our network called Generation AI. And Generation AI is a groundbreaking show designed exclusively for higher education professionals who are keen to navigate the dynamic world of artificial intelligence. In a landscape where AI is rapidly transforming how we teach and how we learn and how we engage, Generation AI serves as your essential guide. It's actually funny, over the weekend, my son celebrated his first birthday, Woohoo! And my mom was telling everybody at the party that she actually used ChatGPT to get ideas for how to decorate for a one-year-old birthday party. Pretty crazy, huh? (laughs) Anyways, back to the show. So each episode dives into the most pressing AI topics, breaking down complex concepts into understandable and actionable insights. Whether you're a marketer, administrator, or tech enthusiast, this show will illuminate how AI is reshaping the academic experience and what it means for the future of education. Join Artis Kadu, founder and CEO of Element 451, and JC Bonilla, chief data officer at Vayner Media, who are the hosts of this epic new show as they explore the latest news, trends, and developments in AI. Both Artis and JC have been working on natural language models for years, especially during their time back at NYU. So these two are truly, truly experts in the space. From data-driven decision-making to personalized engagement and learning experiences and the ethical implications of AI in education, Generation AI will cover it all. With expert commentary, in-depth analysis, and a focus on practical applications, this show is dedicated to empowering you, my fellow higher education marketing professionals, to leverage AI for strategic advantage. Generation AI isn't just about understanding AI. It's really about being part of the AI revolution in education. Tune in every week to get informed, to get inspired, and to get excited about what AI will do for the future of the space. I want to tease out the first 15-ish minutes of episode one in just a second here. Artisan JC will take you on a journey through the evolution of AI in 2023, from ChatGPT's record-breaking user growth to the introduction of GPT-4 and beyond. This episode is your guide to understanding how AI has shaped, really reimagined the space over the last 12 months and what they think will happen in 2024. So give this episode a listen, folks. And if you like the show, head on over to the show notes below and you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. You can also find the details for the show at generationaishow.com or you can subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, friends, without further ado, have a listen to a teaser of the first episode of Enrollify's latest show, Generation AI. Welcome to Generation AI, the podcast where we demystify artificial intelligence in the world of higher education. I'm your host, Artis Kadu, joined by the insightful co-host, Dr. JC Bonilla. Hello, JC. Hello, Artis. How are you doing today? 
I am great. I love what we have in play for our episode today. In our premiere episode, we're going to take a retrospective look at 2023, which has been a landmark year for AI. We're going to explore the biggest milestones and what that means for education, students, and for work and, and productivity and what we do every single day. AI 2023, it's an intersection of disciplines, experiences, wins and failures. And it's an honor to be here with you, artists. And I, I'm so excited about this idea of what were the milestones of 2023, because if 1999 is seen as the dot bubble, 2023, it's the AI burst, but in terms of how it happened and just how we all benefited from it. Absolutely. And when we look at 2023 from a technologist perspective and someone who's building product and keeping up with AI, it has been relentless. Every single week has been more and more technology, more and more AI. However, we're not going to be able to cover everything today, but we will try to talk about the big milestones and how we see the progression happening from the beginning to today. When we started the year, January 23, ChatGPT was a thing. I remember at the end of 2022, I was sitting around around Christmas with friends, and we were playing around with ChatGPT. We were writing haikus and we were writing poems. So that was the extent of our introduction to it. January 2023, ChatGPT crosses 100 million users. To that date, it was the fastest growing consumer product ever. Faster than Netflix, faster than Instagram, faster than Facebook, faster than even TikTok. Artists, you know what it means, scalability, to reach 100 million users. I mean, you run a software company, you've done extensive technology deployment, so have I. Brother, you reach a million users on month one, your systems break. You know what it means to reach 100 million users within about 60 or 90 days? I mean, we speak from the point of view of the technology is so good, so everyone wants it. And it's super good, so everyone wants it. But I'm just floored that a system can scale that way and continues to be amazing, right? Because just as you were playing video games and whatnot, all of us encountered that. Live Nation, Obamacare websites, crash after crash. And yet, ChatGPT just continue to define what we can do with AI, but also in terms of scalability, what an incredible journey, you know? No doubt it is a technological feat of system engineering that they were able to scale it that way. I'm sure Microsoft had a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. However, one of the things that when we look at it from a technology adoption perspective, the reason why it scaled that fast, it was because it was easy to use. It didn't require learning new techniques. It didn't require learning new paradigms. You just chatted with it. It was a new introduction now to how you interact with technology. This gives you a key insight on why AI and generative AI specifically was so key to be used through a chat interface, which ended up being a product. Now, let's fast forward a little bit. A lot of things happened during those first couple of months. Everybody trying to understand the technology, a lot of webinars, folks were providing advice, and there were literally just a couple of weeks ahead of everybody else in terms of using the technology. March. 14th, OpenAI announced another 
groundbreaking technology, which was GPT-4. Up to this point, GPT-3.5 was the model used. GPT-4 was introduced. And to this day, it is still the best model out there in terms of large language models. What this means is that it was able during their demo, they were able to show how this model can view a picture of a website drawn in hand and actually build that full website. That's what blew my mind when I saw the reasoning capabilities or the multimodality and how it's able to do that. Some of those capabilities did not come to market until later. However, GPT-4 was introduced in March and it became the gold standard for AI producing amazing content and now being introduced in a lot of different products, including some of the products that we build at Element 451, which we introduced our first co-pilots and AI bots built on that same API. I think March represents a, a really interesting month into this year because, sure, GPT-4 redefines what OpenAI and ChatGPT is all about. And it starts basically seeding the ground of now you can co-develop with us, right? Me, the user, I start realizing the ability that this technology has, that not only for games, because how many variations of give me a joke in Shakespearean English versus, I don't know, whatever other LLM application, but it really becomes a codification that is here to stay and it will be contextual to productivity in many other sectors. Artists, the same here in March. Something really interesting that dates back about, I think, 18 months before all these incredible chat GPT unfolds and hits the market is that almost a cousin, if you will, of the ChatGPT OpenAI family unveils, Claude, through Anthropic. And by the way, at the same time, Bard, Google, and many others comment, right? But one of the things I like to call out on the Anthropic Claude application of deployment is that you start seeing the early days of OpenAI in this direction that they have, a pivot point in their organizational structure which we're probably going to talk about it towards the end of the year. We, we will touch about that, yes. Seeds a second company, and we have a variation of that work. So in other words, I have milk, I made an amazing cheese, and I also made a milkshake. Literally, that company revolutionizing with two variations to that initial company and the benefit that it has, and making Google accelerate something that they were not ready. Because if you remember that BART deployment on March, did not go quite well, right? Isn't this when uh, the demo just flopped? Yes, it was the first time when a technology demo like that introduced and the company lost millions and billions of dollars in uh, value and cap. So yeah, it, it wasn't ready. What's interesting about what you're mentioning is that March was an acceleration of foundational technology being released upon foundational technology being released. Everybody's running to the market to introduce their technology, their bots, so to speak, their new way of communicating. Anthropic introduced Claude, Google introduced Bard, of course, OpenAI introduced GPT-4. What was interesting in March as well is that from the educational perspective, Khan Academy introduced Khan Migo, which is their learning AI bot based on similar technology as GPT-4, even GPT-3.5. Of course, there's other models in other areas that were introduced, things like image generation tools yeah. or even generation with stable diffusion, 
or diffusion models, and even mid-journey introducing a lot of their accelerated uh, components during that time. Now, fast forward, and 23 has been you know, a, an acceleration to not just understanding this technology, but now it's like, how do you get good at it? Right. And 2023, I would say, saw the rise of the number one job out there in terms of engineering or working with these models. But look, the interesting thing is this rate of AI, right? It's making Google and many other companies accelerate in applications. But now, a new construct of work in AI emerges, right? And what I love is that it first created new work, then AI taking jobs, right? Prompt engineering, how many variations of how do I engage and interact with the LLM in chat GPT or multiple other uh, variations of it? So yeah, prompt engineering allows us to understand, in my opinion, that not only is it a really interesting career, but search as we know it, it gets redefined, right? I am used to a construct of a search that whether I like it or not, it's being shaped by Google's capabilities with a prompt, right? But now prompt engineering tells me that there is something way ahead of that, that basically as good as my prompt is, my query results or a generative AI output really goes from one level of win to a thousand. The scalability in the output, it's unbelievable. The linear output of, I don't know, Google query is that if you make your Google query really, really, really good, you basically get the same number of outputs, but maybe the rank of the search moves a little bit, but it's always there. Yeah, very predictable. Yeah, the elasticity of the effort. I'm going to put all this effort so I get a, a better Google query. No, really optimize is put five seconds because you're going to get the same output if you put 50 minutes. But now what we start seeing in prompt engineering that if you invest the time, the output, it's mind blowing. And that's really why it became a hot career. And many people started pursuing it. And educationally, we start seeing how I have to pursue that. I need to know how do I prompt engineer in data science, data engineering, as a strategist, as an educator. My gosh, prompt engineering became my tutor in classes. And I literally introduced a JC tutor for analytics that is all about how do you prompt engineer the right questions or the right prompts, right? To get the yes. answer for the assignments and projects. We had some of our largest webinars when I was giving webinars around understanding ChatGPT and prompt engineering. These were amazing webinars where a lot of folks had that hunger for this knowledge. It was really new. We even put together prompt engineering courses that let you go even further than that. And there's a way that you can converse with this large language models that you're able to get really good output. And people were just not getting that at the time. And, and of course, 2023 has seen the rise of the prompt engineering area and the prompt engineering courses. So those are foundational now to learning Excel or working with spreadsheets. That is foundational to what you need to do in your day-to-day -day business and, and to work and bring it in and work every single day. So you need to learn prompt engineering. Yes, these tools are going to get better. So you don't need to understand the intricacies just like Google. If you're an expert Google searcher, for example, with all of the specialties that you mentioned, now prompt engineering has become that hot component or that hot skill that everybody needs.
Hey friends, hope you enjoyed that little teaser of episode one of Enrollify's latest podcast, Generation AI. If you did, I want to encourage you to head on over to the show notes below and click through the links where you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. You can also subscribe to the show at generationaishow.com or you can find details for the show on the Enrollify website at enrollify.org. AI is going to continue to totally revolutionize the student experience. So our hope is to use this show at you this platform as a resource to help equip you with everything that you need to know to practically apply these trends and these learnings in your specific context. Thank you all for tuning in. And again, go and check out Generation AI wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Enrollify podcast. If you like this podcast, chances are you'll like other Enrollify shows too. Our podcast network is growing by the month, and we've got a plethora of marketing and missions and higher technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks, all designed to empower you to be a better higher ed professional. Our shows help higher ed marketers and admissions professionals find their next big idea and feature a selection of the industry's best as your hosts. You can learn from Jamie Hunt, Allison Tercio, Artist Cadu, Day Kibbles, Dustin Ramsdale, Terry Flannery, and so many other of your favorite leaders in higher ed. Enrollify is made possible by Element 451, the leading AI-powered CRM for higher education. Learn more about how to leverage technology to engage the next generation of students in the ways that they want to be engaged at element451.com.